0: What a wild weekend in the NFL. Uh, I know one thing. If I had money floating out this weekend, I am living in a cardboard box. What a wild weekend. And I don't even know how to address properly what we witnessed on Saturday afternoon with the Badgers in Iowa. That, uh, man, uh, oof. I was glad I had a wedding. (laughs) Good God. Uh, Welcome to the program, The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, on the air today, uh, on this Monday. we have got some Monday night football coming up tonight. Uh Packers are back on the practice field today. And, and then Mike Clements is going to join us tomorrow uh, to kind of give us the full rundown as the team comes back from their bye weekend. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the program, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels, and always Grant Bills at Wisco Grant. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, the Bill Michaels Show. Love it when you follow us on Instagram. Love it when you follow us on YouTube. And a smash, as they say. These I don't even know who they are, but they say smash the subscribe button. And that way, when we go on the air, it pops up and it's right there for you. And you're good to go. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. You can watch Today's program, or any other program for that matter, you can watch it each and every day right there on YouTube, and you can cut it up into segments if you want, whatever. Uh, you can also uh, scroll through stuff that bores you. Maybe the entire show, who knows? But you can find us also on Twitch, on on the Twitch app, on the Kick app, under Bill Michael Show as well. Uh, facebookcom slash the bill show We are now on LinkedIn for those business folks that like to watch the program over on that side of things. You can email the program thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Michaels at gmail.com and the the website simply dbillmichaels.com and the app is all the time it's the zone madison the t-h-e the zone madison and uh, right there in w-o-z-n you can find it i know on apple i think it's kind of goofy i don't know how that comes up but on on uh, android it's easy Uh, and then listen after the fact on spotify apple itunes google podcasts as well grant uh you had a wedding on uh, saturday as well didn't you
1: I did. I had an, an up north wedding in Shatek,
0: Oh yeah. So uh, first of all, that means that maybe you did not have to pay attention to the atrocity we had to witness via the Badger game. Well, I was watching the score on my phone, but I, I, I don't think I needed to watch. What even happened? There was no, there was no action. <laughs> it, it, that was uh i well i'll get into my story after that because i want to find out first of all how was the fishing did you make it up
1: i made it up i left superior wisconsin at about 5 p.m yesterday and got back to my apartment uh, a little after 10 so i spent a lot of time on the highway it, just listening. is it, to it that
0: long of a drive from superior down to down to madison
1: yeah it's i suppose it's about two and a half to eau claire and then another two and a half once you get on 94 to madison somewhere around there i oh, stopped okay. to get gas and you know stretch my legs once or twice so that probably dragged it out
0: but. yeah okay a lot of driving know. for not a lot of fish, yeah. but you know,
1: Bill, it's just beautiful to be out there. That's what we tell right. ourselves when we get skunked. Yep. Just beautiful did, uh, to be out. Did you catch anything? I caught one or two little guys. That's about okay. it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Nothing more. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? Hey, some of the best days that I've ever had was, even if it wasn't on a big lake, I, we, I, I was lucky enough as a kid to grow up. My dad shared a farm with his buddy, his army buddy, which was his high school buddy, and we had a really big... You know, I want to say farm pond, but it was almost lake esque. But we had a big one where we grew up, and they had it stocked. as kids, and as I matured, so did the fish. And I, you could always go fishing and always catch something. Even on the days that you didn't, those were the best days. Just sitting on the on the dam or on the banks, walking up and down fishing when mm-hmm. you know the rest of the world's passing by. So now nah, yeah. I completely agree with that.
1: And they say a bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work, but that's not true because every time I'm in the studio getting to talk to you is, I mean, <laughs> I. You kidding me? This is way better than fishing, if we're being honest. I just, I didn't and, have anything better to do yesterday.
0: And the manure <laughs> starts flying early today. Yeah. Nice, nice, way to go. Um, it was, I started out on Friday. I got off the air, I did a little bit of work around the house, and then uh, for those that follow me on the Facebook and, and all that stuff, um, I did the uh, I did the bourbon and a cigar, and I sat here. And I thought, okay, I can't wait for the weekend. Had dinner on Friday. I, actually, we had some friends that we were supposed to go to dinner with. They canceled, but we went anyway. So I got to sit. We we sat at the end of the bar at Calderon Club. And just that's that's like my perch, man. And that is so my jam. Just sat down there, had a couple of beers, had the Bill Michaels. Just I was in my glory. We came home. We went to bed early. We had a lot going on on Saturday. We had a lot of running around to do. But we got up and uh, we went to uh, went to the gym and got a good workout in and such and so that was awesome. Um, so anyway, did all of that, and then went to the wedding, the afternoon wedding on on Saturday, and we were at a winery. I, I now two places this past weekend I'd never been before, and both of them kind of wineries, uh, which was really cool. But they had the Badger game on, and I'm watching it, and I, I and I thought there's got to be a big score, you know, and I think it was like six to three or something like seven to three. It was like just I'm like what, what, what? what like did it just start? Did I miss something, you know, did it, was it like pouring down rain and they couldn't get it going? And I'm sitting there watching this and it's just this battle of futility. Uh, it was, it was terrible. Uh, and now, again, the Badgers lost, so it makes it even worse. It adds insult to injury. When you have a bad game and you lose it, it doesn't help. But I, give me, give me your estimate of a score when Ohio State comes to Camp Randall.
1: Oh man, pain. That's my estimate pain and suffering that's what i would
0: that's what i would predict um it it would yeah it, they're gonna they're gonna get beat 45 to, to six they're gonna get killed they, their offense is awful their line can't block they don't have wide outs that can get open Uh, Tanner Mordecai, I mean, I know he got banged up, but just, it's exactly what I saw a week prior. You know, some throws are good. It's not even a 50-50. It's, you know, well, maybe it's about 50-50 where he'll throw a couple of good balls and then throw a couple of inexplicable, like, what the hell was that? Uh, pass rushes all over him. Braylon Allen is, is good. Not great. Um, I I just, there, there's offensively, it's like, you know, God, I, I hope there is just this Mass amount of weaponry in the portal come the off season for for the Badgers to kind of get back. It, it's it's like I I've never seen anything like it. Like th- this is we made fun of Iowa last year for having such an incredibly terrible offense. This is that offense against any stout defense. This is that offense. So that was awful. And uh, then uh, you know we went to a a bar on Saturday night with the kind of the wedding party, so to speak. And it was a bunch of guys that just got done watching the the uh, the Badger game, and it was a bunch of Badger fans. They're all dressed in Badger gear and everything. And I, the guy, didn't know who I was or anything. He's just talking to me about the Badgers, and he just says, "This is this is," and he like blaming it on Fickle, and you know, well, if they would have you know brought in you know somebody else or Jim Leonard or whatever, I'm like, no, no. First of all, Jim Leonard's a defensive guy; he's not an offensive guy. So stop. You know, it's it takes a little while to start building it into the image that you want, but. They were all pondering, like, what happened to these big offensive linemen Wisconsin used to get? And what happened to the, the in the trenches when Barry was here? And it's back in the day, you know, that's all you remember. And I, I, I said, I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. And one of the guys leaned over and he said, I, I think if you combined, he, he said, I think if you put Jordan Love on the Badgers offense, you might score 20 points a game. And I'm like, wow, now you're combining slams of both the Packers and and the Badgers. It's like, wow, how bad is that? So anyway, it was a terrible weekend when it came to college football for, uh, for the Badgers. Um, for the NFL yesterday, what a wild weekend. Brock Purdy threw his first interception, took his first regular season loss. Uh, Aaron Rodgers apparently has been healed by Mother Teresa or somebody because uh, all of a sudden he's walking around throwing passes and everybody believes he's going to be back in four weeks, which I find ridiculous. Um, And you've got uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They go down to the Jets. So that was a a wild and wacky one. The team that looked staunch this weekend uh, was in a dogfight, and that was the uh, Detroit Lions, and they, they performed pretty well. The Lions continue to prove that they are a team that is for real. They're ready to kind of take the uh, the mantle of success, and and get it done. I was I was impressed. I was really impressed. Uh, the Ravens they go uh, on early over in London time. Uh, boy, the Titans just look bad. A lot of mistakes. Titans are two and four. Ravens now at four and two. The team that is somewhat surprising. Don't look now, is Cincinnati after coming back from being uh, basically zero and three and left for dead. Uh, now granted, they didn't put up a lot of points yesterday, 17, 13, but they knocked off Seattle now. And Cincinnati has now won three straight and they look like they may be now. Then again, they lost their secondary, but they might be figuring things out. The, how about the Vikings and the bears in a battle? Talk about battling for futility. Holy crap. The bears end up losing at home, by the way, 1913, a whopping 13. And again, the running quarterback gets beat up again and leaves the field. Uh, just when will teams learn that when you have these athletic guys and that's what you're banking on, you are a moron. If you can't have a quarterback that can stand tall in the pocket and deliver the football, you're done. You're not going to win a lot of games. Or if you do, your quarterback is eventually going to get hurt and he's not going to be worth anything because he's banged up yet again. Got Washington getting a win, but how about the Cleveland Browns in that defense knocking off San Francisco? Uh, and the Saints – let the Saints go marching home because the Texans don't look now the Texans are 3 and 3 and CJ Stroud dropping 20 on the Saints. You had the Jaguars got to win over the weekend, the uh, the Rams got to win over the weekend and how bad are the Patriots? 21-17 they get beat by the Raiders. The Raiders suddenly have belief, like they're all of a sudden really good, but 21-17 they beat the Patriots. Bill Belichick, again, a total jag in a postgame presser. The Dolphins, 42-21. They beat a, a lackluster Panthers team. And the Bills, uh, barely getting by the Giants. And that that was, I, I'm stunned that the Bills were that bad. I can't figure the Bills out. In the meantime, 20-6, the Lions go down and defensively did what they needed to do against the Buccaneers. And uh, we'd already met- mentioned the Jets knocking off the Philadelphia Eagles. There are no more undefeated teams in the National Football League. And then uh, coming up tonight, you've got the Cowboys on the road taking on the Chargers. But the Bills are – Josh Allen is an enigma. One minute he looks like uh, the, the best quarterback in the National Football League, and the next week he looks like he's completely lost. Like, uh, like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like he doesn't know where he's going. And the Giants have a decent defense, but they're not that damn good. 14-9. to 9. They got a win last night, 14-9. The Giants are now 4-2 on the season, and they're scraping by as well. Um, I But the National Football League, man, yesterday, that it was entertaining. It really was. It was entertaining to watch. I had, a, I had a lot of fun watching the games, kind of flipping around. And we were on our motorcycle ride yesterday, so every stop I'd flip on my phone, and I, I got the the the, uh, the NFL on my phone so I can watch any game. And I was watching them as we'd go to stop to stop. And the NFL was really fun to watch yesterday. It just was, just a lot of good stuff. Um, you know that you, you, what you think you know, you didn't, or what you thought you knew, didn't show up. So it was, uh, it was an entertaining, uh, it was an entertaining day yesterday. Uh, you have got probably the one of the more entertaining games of the weekend, and I took a lot. I don't know why I did, but and and I, believe me, I'm not a huge Notre Dame fan, but I loved. Watching Caleb Williams melt down on the sideline, because I'm not a fan of his. He's got a, a, an immense amount of talent. He's going to be the first overall pick. I understand that. But he is a pompous jag, in my opinion, and not a leader. And 48-20, to 20, I watched Notre Dame just put it on him, and I just smiled. I watched him melt down and finger point and blame everybody and yell at his guys and everything. And because he's got his money and he's doing stuff at Wendy's and he's got millions in the bank already, so he's, he's he's arrived. He doesn't even have to work hard anymore. But Notre Dame completely confused him and beat him up and got to him. And I don't know why, but I just took a ton of pleasure in watching Notre Dame kick the crap out of USC. I, I, just, I just did uh, on Saturday night. Had a lot of fun watching that game. Um, What was your what was your pick of the weekend? What was uh, what was the highlight of the weekend short of the fishing? Ooh,
1: well, I, I was going to say Saturday night I was in a hotel room up north because I, I went from the wedding to a hotel in Rice Lake, which, by the way, the new uh, addition or the new remodeling to the Quick Trip right off 53, oh, I didn't yeah. recognize it, Bill. I, I felt yep. like it was a brand-new store, so shout-out to Quick Trip. Uh, but I, in my hotel room, watched Notre Dame USC, and then after that on ESPN2 watched a game between – Idaho and Montana. Now that FCS, that's college football right there. These yeah. guys are smashing each other. It was electric. Yeah. I, I fell asleep. I I didn't even see the end of the game. But that, that was pretty <laughs> under, that was pretty entertaining. It was good hotel room entertainment.
0: Um who should be now Georgia got to win over Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt for a while gave Georgia a scare. Georgia's ranked number one in the country. Who should be number one in the country?
1: I mean Georgia. Georgia as, until they it,
0: lose, don't you think? Georgia until they lose. It pains me to say it, but Michigan is a juggernaut. Michigan is going to kick the hell out of Ohio State. Big one coming up for Ohio State this coming weekend cuz they play Penn State. But Michigan is they dump trucked Indiana 52 to 7 and just they they just they can pour it on at will, at will. Cincinnati or Cincinnati, Ohio State don't get me wrong, 41 to 7 over Purdue. They 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 got the job done in Purdue, by the way. Indiana was actually at the big house. But those three teams right now, um, and then don't forget, I mean, Arkansas took Alabama, like, to the wire. Alabama ranked number 11 in the country. Arkansas gave them all they wanted, all they freaking wanted. Do you think that
1: do you think the narrative around Michigan this year would be different had they not blown it to TCU and if Michigan would have been in the national championship game last year and and even been in a respectable game against Georgia do you think we'd talk more about them this year and and yeah. give them more I feel like they're just very yep. quietly, just beating the pulp out of everyone, but we're not really talking about them, and I wonder if they wouldn't have blown that, that that conference semifinal game and made it into the actual
0: championship last year if they'd get a little more credit this year, you know? They have, uh, remaining on their schedule, they have the in-state rival Michigan State, they're on the road, then they've got Purdue, then they've got, in, in twice in three weeks, they've got uh, ranked teams, they've got Penn State. Uh, then they get Maryland, then they get Ohio State to end uh, end the month. And I'm going to watch that game. I'm going to be at a, the – what is the the uh, – you've been to Boston, you've been to Fenway?
1: I've never been to the East Coast. I've never been to New York or Boston. Okay.
0: Not very it's, well I traveled. Think the, I think it's called the Caskin and Flagon. It's the bar that's just beyond the center field wall in uh, in Boston. And I'm going to be at the Caskin and Flagon watching the, uh, the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry game. Uh, as I was a couple of years ago when Ohio, when Ohio State got beat. Uh, if Ryan Day gets the crap beat out of him there, I, that may be the end of his job. Because Ohio State has to go to the big house this year to play. And the only way I think he saves his job is if he um, – because they're going to lose. But if they don't get the crap beat out of him, then it's a tough game on the road. Uh, but I I get the feeling that, that Ohio State is going to get dump trucked. By by Michigan and that pains me. It it absolutely makes me want to throw up. But that that Michigan program is that's real. That is the real deal. They will be. I can't. Uh, the guy at the bar said, "Yeah, imagine if Michigan was coming into Camp Randall. I don't even want to see it. Wouldn't even want to say. I don't think uh, Wisconsin would score a point unless their field goal kicker can hit from eighty. I I don't even think they'd score a point. I it, it's just so offensively so inept, but." Anyway, so all of that we've got going on today. All of that. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I did a little bit of bourbon stuff uh, this weekend. I did some beer stuff this weekend. So the Oktoberfest beer from our friends at Point Brewing, I had a little bit of that this weekend, vibed a little bit there. So not a bad weekend overall. Good stuff. Now we get back at it. Packers start to get ready for Denver, and that is a 325 start. I believe it's 325 or 305, something like that, uh, coming up on uh, Sunday. And we'll give you the Green and Gold postgame show after the fact. Do not forget that uh, tomorrow we leave for lacrosse. So we're going to have the show here tomorrow. And then on our way to lacrosse, we'll be in lacrosse on Wednesday at the uh, Flipside Pub and Grill. And we're looking forward to being there. And we got Scott Emmerich uh, from WXOW going to be joining us in the uh, 7 o'clock hour for the huddle coming up on Wednesday night. But we're going to be at Flipside Pub and Grill coming up this Wednesday. Lacrosse, we're coming there this Wednesday. So we're excited about that as well. All right. A uh, long first segment, just kind of waxing, nostalgic about all kinds of stuff. So let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a lot more to get to. I mentioned our friends over at Point Brewing. Point Brewing got a lot of good stuff going on. But right now they have the Oktoberfest beers going on and all the different ones, all the different ones uh, that are the Cider Boys. And they got a lot of Cider Boy stuff happening right now. So they have different flavors they've come out with, uh, which is just awesome. I haven't tasted them all, obviously. But uh, a lot of good ones that uh, they are coming out with right now. So check out our friends over there at Point Brewing. Point Brewing right here in our own backyard. That is uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. And uh, they have many, many different types of brews and beverages. Check them out. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back more of the Bill Michaels Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. To have you back, Bill Michaels show. We continue on. So, um, when you look at the, the rankings in college football, whether it's the AP top 25 or the coaches' poll, whichever, uh, Georgia's uh, number one in both, followed by Michigan, followed by Ohio State, then Florida State, and then Washington, uh, Oklahoma, Penn State, Texas, Oregon, and North Carolina. That's in the AP. After Ohio State goes Florida State, Washington, Penn State, then Oklahoma, uh, then Texas, Alabama at number nine, and North Carolina at number 10. So here's something interesting: the college football playoff predictor. This just seem, tell me if this doesn't seem weird to you, Grant. The team with the most light, the, the, there's 14 teams with the highest percentage of chance to actually make the college football playoffs. From from first to worst, out of the teams that have the ability, and there's uh, what fourteen teams here. Number one with sixty nine percent probability is Oklahoma. Can anybody explain that to me? They're not even near the top twenty. They're not even the the. the they're not even near number one. Ohio State at fifty six percent probability at number two. Florida State, 44%, number three. Washington at 40%, number four. Penn State at 6-0, 35%. Now, Penn State and Ohio State square off this weekend, so that's going to change. Then 32% is Michigan. And 30% after that is Georgia. Then you get into the one-loss teams of Texas, Alabama, Oregon, North Carolina, who's still undefeated, but nobody has a lot of belief in. Ten percent says coming out of the ACC. Then there's Ole Miss at five and one, S USC at six and one, and nobody believes they're two percent along with LSU to make the college football playoffs. But Oklahoma, Ohio State, Florida State, and Washington are the top four picks right now. Does that make sense?
1: Well, I guess Oklahoma by default, because they just beat Texas. That's going to be their toughest game on the rest of the schedule. They don't play another ranked team. They have UCF, Kansas, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, TCU. So if they go undefeated and win the Big 12, they're kind of just in by default, aren't they? They
0: have to be, right? Yeah, they'd have to be, but I mean, that's just it. They don't play anybody.
1: I mean, the same could be said about the Badgers, you know, a couple times in the last five years or so. The Badgers would just always trip up against in Illinois, or you know a Northwestern, so they'd finish whatever ten and one, and they wouldn't have beaten anyone. But if if that team goes undefeated, you kind of have to put them in. So I think that's probably the thinking with Oklahoma and Texas. Texas could end up in the in the college football playoff too. Texas is unbelievable. So the fact that the Oklahoma Sooners have that win on their their schedule, that's probably enough if they can win the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm which is lame, no. but Michigan and Ohio State are going to have to play each other. Georgia's going to have to play an actual dog in the SEC. And wa- Washington, like the Pac-12 is legit, Bill. I know we all kind of forgot about it because it's going away and no one wanted it on TV, but there right. are real teams in the Pac-12. Uh, the Big 12 is, I guess, it's just Oklahoma. And if they win it, they get in by default, right. I guess.
0: Well, yeah, is Texas now in Texas? Uh, Texas, There's Texas and Oklahoma in the Big Big 12, and then that, they leave next year. Um. And then everybody starts to uh, vacate the Pac-12 next year. As you get USC and uh, UCLA, uh, they come to the Big Ten. But, man, I, I just can't. I mean, I get it because right now it's going to, it, it'll adjust itself. Because Ohio State has to play Penn State. Ohio State has to play Michigan. I, I understand all of that. But I can't, the, the, the top, you know, the top four right now, is Big Twelve, Big Ten, ACC, and and Pac twelve. No SEC teams. And is the defending champion, and they're undefeated. Even though they've had a couple of close calls, they're not as good as they were last year. What they lose, like eleven starters off of that team, something like that, off of that team that won the national title last season. So I get it, and you know, new quarterback, the whole thing. And they're not as good, but they're still they're the defending champion, and they're seven and zero. And they're they're like number six right now, seven right now. So it'll be a, an interesting chase to the finish when it comes to college football. But uh, big game this weekend at the shoe as uh, Penn State comes a knocking. And then in a couple of weeks after that, you've got right around uh, right after Thanksgiving, you've got the uh, Ohio State Michigan rivalry. You've got the Iron Bowl. You've got the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe. You You've got all those rivalry weekends. And that could uh, maybe change the uh, the makeup of some of this as well. But I just I started going over that this morning. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Here's one other thing for you, and we'll have it coming back. But um, did anybody hear Desmond Howard? And I gotta think in some way he got punked. 'Cause the I I don't I don't know how else to explain it. And you'll hear what I'm talking about. But it it's it's funny as hell, but it's just it's just weird. I gotta think I gotta think he got punked in some way, shape, or form. Gotta think he got punked. So we'll talk about that as well. Got a lot coming up. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michaels show. It is coming up and it's coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: The all-new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you got to see. Play more slots and games and you could say show me the money to reveal up to 10 grand each Thursday. 800,000 in prizes is up for grabs. 40 winners each week. This October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play.
0: Good to have you. Joe Michaels show. We continue on and a big weekend coming up. Going to be heading up uh, once you get back on uh, late Wednesday night on Thursday night. Going to be heading back out and uh, going to be over to the Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine, Wisconsin for the, uh, the weekend upcoming. There's a wine dinner and a few things going on, some meetings and such. But uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to getting up there, unplugging for the weekend, getting back here on Sunday afternoon to do the Green and Gold postgame show, but uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort, if uh, you are looking for a great weekend getaway. And uh, right now the trails are still open, by the way. If you want to bring a side-by-side, UTV, ATV, Razors, all that kind of stuff, uh, whatever it happens to be, uh, get a hold of them. And uh, come on up, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Use the code MICHAELS15. That's MICHAELS15. Call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110. And a tremendous place, especially this time of year. People like going there because it's got those, you know, the haunting stories and all that kind of stuff if you're going up there during the Halloween weekend or something. But should be a good time and really looking forward to it. I'm going to be heading up there this weekend. Four Seasons Island Resort and the sister resort, once the snow starts to fly, that is Pine Mountain Ski and Golf Resort. The golf course is still open. The championship course is still open. It's beautiful, beautiful course. But uh, once the snow starts to fly, really, they get it going up there for the ski resort. So Four Seasons Island Resort and Pine Mountain and Timberstone and such. I'll get it going. Call our girl, Barb, 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, I'll, I'll get you the, the Desmond Howard stuff coming up here, just a few, because it's it's bizarre. Um, I... I had a lot of people that asked me for my reaction to this last week, and I didn't get into it. Uh, but yet, it was addressed this weekend because for whatever reason he's mad. Pat McAfee. Uh, this is the dumbest thing uh, i've I've seen or heard in a long time. If I think what happened is Pat McAfee originally got Aaron Rodgers on and started having him on on the regular, and it gave Aaron an outlet because he doesn't like doing local. Uh, except for when he talks to the media and the reporters on Wednesday for a while with the Packers. He doesn't like doing local because that's he's above that now. So, he did the Pat McAfee show. And that started to grow because of his buddy. Um, obviously, he liked Pat McAfee, but he also liked A.J. Hawk. So, A.J. Hawk got him on. And then, obviously, they found out very quickly what Aaron Rodgers says. It carries a lot of weight, uh, good or bad or whatever, indifferent. And so all of a sudden, you know, now it's reported that, uh, you know, it that McAfee pays Aaron Rodgers uh, a million bucks or more. Um, duh. The, the, maybe the first year, the first weekly, uh, you know, thing, they probably said, hey, let's see if we can't get this sponsored or whatever. We'll pay you some money. Okay, great. He did it as a friend. After that, of course he was being paid. If you didn't think he wasn't being paid – You're crazy. It's a million bucks. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, don't forget, you know, and and McAfee said this, too. He said, I'm not saying this to be arrogant. But he said our company went from being valued from anywhere from two million to five million a few years back to like over five hundred million. I'm not saying that just to flex. I'm saying that like as a human being that knows all the people that have helped that happen and have all been paid very handsomely. This is what uh, business is in my eyes, and he said Andrew Merchand is a rat. Okay, that is what he is. He tried to paint this in a way that makes me look like a bad person. Although McAfee did not specify which elements of Merchand's article were objectionable, uh, it's likely that he didn't, you know, take kindly to the barbs thrown at his friend Aaron Rodgers, who was touted as his controversial in all of his controversial opinions about COVID-19 the vaccines and. All that kind of stuff. He said it's unclear why McAfee views Merchant as a rat, especially because McAfee himself texted the information to the Post reporter. Regardless, McAfee probably could have avoided the whole fuss by disclosing up front some of the uh, show's guests receive payment for their appearances, and Nick Saban does as well. Um, For Pat McAfee to act like such a petulant baby, I mean, if you have, like, take for this state, in this state, For Just, you know, if you've got a player that's a regular weekly guest on your show, they're getting paid. They're getting paid something. If they're a rookie, they're getting something, whether it's sponsored by Quick Trip and they're getting $5,000 in Quick Trip cards for the year. Or uh, they're a higher profile player and it's negotiated by one of the agents, the marketing agents, that they get so much amount of money. We used to do it. Players don't like to do anything for free. If they, you know, anything. If they can make anywhere from fifty bucks to ten thousand dollars, they'll do it in a heartbeat. And we all would. So I don't know what the big deal is on this. And it's a million bucks. Don't forget Draft was it DraftKings or one of the one of the gambling sites paid Pat Pat McAfee five hundred million dollars. So if over the next ten years they give Aaron Rodgers a million dollars a year over ten years, who it, duh. They're, they're, that's a no brainer. And you pay everybody. Everybody gets paid from that. So what he, whatever he's getting bent out of shape because people are asking me about it today. I really don't care. Pat McAfee is a a very he he did something extremely well. He got into a niche, and that niche grew, and he got guests. He had great connections. He utilized those connections. He grew something. And language-wise and everything was very frank, very honest, and comedic. And, I mean, just did a lot of things right. I don't knock him for that. But this whole thing of all of a sudden now he can't be written about, and it's like, shut up. You're a punter. Shut up. You know, you you, you did something incredibly well. People are going to, once you get to the top of the mountain, everybody's looking at why you got there and what you're being paid once you're on top. It is what it is. So I don't understand what the hullabaloo is about, and I really honestly— if anybody thought Rodgers wasn't getting paid, you're kind of foolish. Or maybe you just don't know the business that well. And that's fine because maybe you just you, you stay distant enough from it that you don't. But I just know from my own experience um, years ago, and you, know, you get players that will call up and say, hey, we'd love to get such and such on your program. Okay, great. And then it comes with, okay, this person will contact you. And you think they're coming on the show until they say, oh, no, they're not coming on until you give them $20,000. $15,000 for the season. No, no, no. Okay. We don't pay for a lot of interviews on this program. It just, it it's because when you start to pay somebody, you become beholden to them. And they, you, you can't go after certain things. I learned that years ago. Uh, I was, I'm not going to say which team, but I worked with a team that flat out, Didn't want you to be controversial. Didn't want you to talk about certain things. And it it rubs me the wrong way because that's the one thing about this show. We've always been completely and sometimes brutally honest. You know, one thing I loved about Bob Harlan, Bob Harlan, uh, when I very first got to town back in 1999, Bob Harlan and I had a conversation and Bob said, as long as it's not personal, you can say whatever you want. He said, because you're a fan, I'm a fan. We all get screaming mad fans are upset on Sundays, and if you're just a fan and you're just looking at it analytically and you're not getting personal, he said, go for it. He would never, ever question. Now, there were some things maybe he didn't like, um, but he would never, ever say anything. The only time I ever heard anything is if I was, one, wrong, then they'd call up and say, hey, take a look at this again, or this is what happened, or whatever, or if they felt in some way, shape, or form it was personal. But usually what happens is, uh, somebody close to the player or a friend of a team member. They don't hear it themselves. And by the time it goes through the grapevine and it's related to them, it's like, Did you hear what Bill said? When I didn't say it. It was a caller that calls up and hey, we're taking Joe and Sheboygan and Joe says this, this, and this about, you know, the the family life of some player. And I'll say, No, I actually corrected them and we, you know, that wasn't me, that was a caller. So but that, that Bob was great. Bob was always awesome like that. 877 867 167. You want to find us, please feel free to do, do so. Wayne Larry, speaking of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larry, the voice of the Packers, is going to join us today for a little bit of a bi week check in. And uh, we'll have uh, Desmond Howard audio coming up. And you want to hear it because he just he had to get punked. He had to because somebody just starts screaming this out. And you'll hear what I'm talking about when we come back. Stick around. Uh, this portion of the program, they had a great weekend over at uh, Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, they did a meat raffle. They had some charitable stuff going on this weekend. Uh, they always do a lot of stuff for a lot of people in the community. It's it's always fun. And they got tickets to give away. They've now got Admirals tickets and Bucks tickets and Badger tickets and even Packers. they got all kinds of tickets to give away that they do over there. And uh, once the Brewers come back, they'll have Brewers tickets all over again. Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake. Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee, as a matter of fact. And they always have something going on. They'll have some kind of special tonight for the Monday night game, Taco Tuesdays and such all the time. Ryan and his staff do such a wonderful, wonderful job over there. That's Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill in Pewaukee. Stay tuned. We got more of The Bill Michael Show next. This is The Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up.
1: Thanks, Jan Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays
0: This coming weekend, uh, and now this is this sounds like fun. It's an 80s, I Love the 80s, murder mystery dinner. Coming up at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. And it's got cocktails at 5, the dinner about 6.15. And it's the rockin' radical night of mystery. And uh, they're doing this. It's called I Love the 80s to Death, but it's a murder mystery theater. That they're putting on. And these things are popping up all over the place now. More and more uh, bars and restaurants are doing these because it's very much, uh, you know, crowd interactive and fan interactive and fun interactive. But it's a murder mystery dinner, and it's coming up at Bar- Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews coming up this Saturday. This Saturday. I think it's this Saturday. The 22nd? Or no, this Sunday. This Sunday. Excuse me. This Sunday. So it's coming up This Sunday. And don't forget the the Packers don't play; uh, they play a, an afternoon game, so it's not like you're going to run into that at night or anything. But uh, reserve now. Uh, they are uh, go to Boondocks BBQ and Brew on Facebook. Boondocks BBQ and Brew on Facebook, and uh, they've got the I Love the Eighties to Death Murder Mystery Dinner coming up this weekend. Should be good. Um, so. This is the most bizarre thing. It really is. Desmond Howard over the weekend, college game day. uh, They're all fired up and he, it's just bizarre. Now, Grant, do you know the story behind this? The, the Penix or Penix?
1: Well, that's the weird part. It's Michael Penix, but Desmond Howard starts saying Penix for reasons that uh, if our listeners don't already understand, I guess they'll realize here in, in a moment.
0: Right. It's, 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 he just, he starts, just take a listen. This is Desmond Howard talking about it. I suppose I should start at the beginning. That's my bad, Bill.
1: They have a tremendous amount of trust for Michael, what he's been doing on the field. He's built relationships with the players. I tell you what, he's dealt with a lot of adversity to get here. He's grateful to be Washington's quarterback, and they know that every time he takes the field, he's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to...
0: At some point, somebody should have said it's it's Penix, just so you know it's Michael Penix Jr. Um, for those who don't know, he's the quarterback of Washington, and he starts chanting, "He's going to bring," and it sounds like he's saying "Big Penis Energy." Big <laughs> <his> Penis Energy. <laughs> when you're watching college game day, you're sitting there, and I don't know what your ritual was in the morning. I was uh, I had gone to the gym and uh, because Krista wanted to go hit a treadmill. So we were over at the gym and walking on the treadmills, and I'm watching this, and I've got my earbuds on, right? Because you got like 30 TVs and you got to tune it to whatever the TV is. So I got my earbuds on. (laughs) I start hearing this and I'm laughing. And I look down, like another guy down the row from me is laughing. Another guy in a row in front of me is laughing. There's two people that are on the stair climbers, they're cracking up. The one guy had to stop, he was laughing so hard. Somebody. You should have told Desmond Howard, hey, Desmond, it's not like penis. It's not Penix. It's Penix. Big
1: Penix energy. Men always want it. We always love penis adjacent words. Like, why do we say penalized? Oh, you, the, my God. The right? Packers were penalized 10
0: times. It's penalized. Oh why do we do God. this? I have no idea we we get off on dirty vulgar stupid stuff and farts that's what we get off on we are just we're still we're still like in eighth grade you know it just it makes us giggle I don't know why you know but i I just sat there I had to like you know like you put your feet on the other side of the you know opposite sides of the tread so you can let the tread keep going while you're sitting there standing there and I was just cracking up. I'm like, it's just like you just wanted to get involved, like big penis energy. Big, you know, like you're now ch- chanting chanting it throughout <laughs> as you walk through. And then in your head, I go to lift, right? And then you're lifting and you're like, big Phoenix energy, big big Phoenix energy. <laughs> oh God. And that's Desmond Howard. Oh man, that that was absolutely hilarious. This past weekend, I was cracking up. Oh, my God. Oh, good God. That was.
1: Oh, good quarterback, like... by the way, having a great season. Yeah. Uh, and now this is all we're going to think about when we think about Michael Penix.
0: I know, right? No, he's going to look at him the same. And let's just say he, he wins whatever award it is, you know, and how hard is it going to be not to drop the Penix on him versus the Penix? You know what I mean? You're really—I mean, whatever, whatever—you uh, know, whoever is the MC or handing out the award is—and and now the winner is. How are you not going to hear Des- Desmond Howard in your head? Uh, <laughs> you gotta like if he wins the Heisman, he's in the—he's in the running for the Heisman. If he wins the Heisman, <laughs> I'll just start chanting. Around the crowd, just, just cheering it. Big energy! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's funny. I
1: feel I like hosting got. college game day or being on college game day is just about getting crowds of people riled up with dumb chants right. and stuff. Yep, that's why
0: Pat yeah, McAfee's it, so good at it. It's really changed. Uh, it used to be. um College game day was all about the breakdown of games and, you know, and Kirk Herbstreet's still probably the best at it. But, you know, the addition of Pat McAfee is showmanship. It's the circuses in town. And that's fine because that's what, that's what brings ratings. But, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's changed. Like, you look at every NFL morning show now. I mean, even the, the NFL Network used to be the best because they would just analyze the games, and I'd love that because I'd something. And I don't learn much anymore. It's they've gone the way of jumping the shark like Fox did years ago. And, I mean, Fox is is a joke, you know, and it's all these softball interviews and Aaron Andrews sitting down and hugging some player and, you know, and there's nothing journalistic about it anymore. The only guy that pays attention to it is pretty much Howie Long. uh, And he still tries to be somewhat analytical. The rest of them, it's just kind of a joke. Um, But... CBS is good, but God, it's it's semi-boring, um, because there's not a lot of energy, even inflection in the voice. You know, they they're hanging on to a lot of you know quality people that know the game. But anyway, ah, there you have it. Got an hour down. Got a few more you have to go. Don't forget uh, twelve thirty today. About an hour and a half from now, Wayne Larry, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, bi week check-in, going to join us. Stay tuned. Got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this.